Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk. My name is Jackson and I'm your host. So I just wanted to start out by saying thank you so, so much for all the positive feedback and positive messages I've been getting since the podcast was released a few weeks ago. Um, It's been a dream of mine for a while to start a podcast and the positive feedback and the positive messages that you all have been sending has really warmed my heart. Um, And I can't thank you enough for being so supportive and listening to this podcast. Um, If you ever have any ideas or you want to get feedback or whatever the case may be, or if you just want to talk about reality TV, because I love to do that too, um, you can follow uh, my social media. So there's on Instagram, it's at reality talk podcast. And then my personal social media on Instagram and Twitter is at Jackson Seth. 35. So feel free to reach out and I'd love to chat with you all. But again, thank you so, so much. The support means the world to me. Now, today I got the opportunity to interview Latrice Rogers, and she is on the Oprah Winfrey Network's new reality series that premiered back in January. It's called Bell Collective. And if you're not familiar with the show, It is about five women living in Jackson, Mississippi, and they're all female entrepreneurs. Um, And what's very cool about the show is it isn't really like other reality shows. Um, What brings the women together is the fact that they want to um, rejuvenate this area in Mississippi um, together and put shops there and um, help other entrepreneurs start their businesses and, um, you know, really rejuvenate this area that hasn't um, had a lot of business in years. So um, it's kind of about these women, these powerful self-made women coming together for a great cause. And um, they definitely have some drama so it's kind of a mix of housewives and um but it it's very positive and uplift uplifting and all of the women on the show have their own things going on in their life so whether it's issues with in their marriage or divorce or um you know with children it, it there's a variety of real life issues that come up on the show that are very relatable and you just, you follow their journey throughout the season. And I think that's, what's great about the show. And it's also has a positive uplifting message in the end of the day. So even though there is some drama and fighting um, on the show, it, at the end of the day, these women um, really do care about one another and they really are coming together for a greater cause. So I think that's what's been great about the show um, so far. But Latrice that I interviewed, um, a little more about her. So she is a beauty boss. <laughs> she actually owns a a um, very successful hair company in Mississippi. Um, it's called Goddess Links. Um, and she has hair there's a salon there and and um it's kind of a whole brand and they and she also sells her hair in um, vending machines and she goes to college campuses and sells it and she's been very successful doing that we do talk about that 
um, in the interview, but we also talk about her personal life and um, what we're kind of seeing on the show. So she is married to um, her husband that she's been with for, I believe, five years. And then that um, she's been with him for 10, but married for five. Um, and he is featured a lot in the show. Um, and I know a lot of people have opinions on him. <laughs> and she calls him Zaddy because he is a little bit older than her. Um, and I think that gives people a certain perception in their mind, but he is a very nice guy and I, he really cares about Latrice, but we see their relationship kind of play out on the show and, um, that kind of thing. But, um, so she's a businesswoman, she's a wife, um, you know, there's a lot going on and, but she's also very strong and she's not afraid to stand up for what she believes in. So, um, we get into that and all and the drama that's going on on the show. Um, so that's what is happening with Latrice. But without further ado, here is my interview with Latrice Rogers from Bell Collective. I hope you guys enjoy. I've loved you on the show so far. You've been, um, it's been quite a season and quite a show so far. Yes, so far, so far a lot, but yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get, get into the groove of it, but it's a lot sometimes. Yes, well, no, I think you're doing a great job and you know, that leads me to my very first question. So how is the experience of being on the show? Has it like, have you gotten a lot more um, followers and people interested in your business and interested in your personal life, maybe? <laughs> oh, my God. Being on a show has opened my life up to so many different people, so many opinions. That's number one. Um, it's so much love at the end of the day. You know, you have your negative negative then of course you have your positive but for the most part you know I have so many people telling me how they've learned from my story and that's what I'm here for if I can give you a story if I can help you in some type of way that's you know my job is done so for the most part I'm enjoying it like I absolutely love it (laughs) yes that's awesome um, now your business, um, we do get to see a little bit of your business on the show and on social media and such, but, um, and I think you've talked about this a little bit on the show, but how did your business, um, get started your hair company? Oh, okay. So trying to make a long story short, because <laughs> I get lost sometimes because it, you know, it was a definitely, <clears throat> but. I started off, um, I'm a first year, I'm a first year generation grad, you know, within my family. And I went to college, I graduated with a degree in science and, you know, the the American dream. So I thought, but, you know, it just didn't work out that way for me. Like, you know, college isn't for everyone and I had to learn it quickly. So I found myself working at office. Oh, and I'm sitting here paying me eight dollars an hour, and I'm, you know, they they're meeting quotas and having quotas for fifty and sixty thousand dollars a day, and I'm like, okay, well, this is not the life that I want to live. I see you guys are making money, and I'm helping making you rich. So, you know, mm-hmm. let me step back, <laughs> step outside of my body, and you know, just you know, just, listen. It was just a lot to take in with Office Depot. And I learned a lot from them. And I learned that I want to be my own boss. 
So I took that, I took a little money, saved it up, bought my first hair extensions. And I tell everybody, like, I'm an introvert. And when I first started, because it was so many people doing the same thing, and just because so many people are doing the same thing does not mean that you will not succeed, because that's what I had to learn. I took <clears throat> a hobby, and I made it into a multi-million dollar business. And... You know, a lot of people, you know, they look at that and, you know, it's a lesson and they learn and they're motivated from it, which I always say, like, I'm here for the people. But I took that money and I gave the hair because I'm an introvert at this time. And I'm thinking, hey, you know, no one's going to want to buy this product from me. Like, you know, I'm basically like, I'm just, you know, okay, I'm just this girl. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she promoted it for me and I have an excellent product. So it went hand in hand and it just it was a snowball effect. Like it grew larger and larger to the point where I always tell people, like when I started selling, I had this little meetup point and it was Target's parking lot. And I would literally have a line wrapped around my car and out the parking lot. You know, like I'm at McDonald's and I'm just serving burgers out the window and I'm serving <laughs> hair basically out the window. And this security guard saw me and instead of kicking me off the lot like you're a distraction, he came to me and he motivated me. He was like, listen, what are you doing first? And OK, I see you. But this is so amazing. If you have these many people lining up in Target's parking lot, you need to you need to open up a storefront like you can grow so much bigger, like believe in yourself. And I did that. Like I took a little money invest a small space and you know I started I went out and I started taking campus cars like I was the first one in the state to ever take campus cars for hair extensions and you wow. know HBCUs like they gave me you know a great platform because it was so lucrative and I went into a bigger space which is my retail store that I currently have now and, you know, I have the salon side where we have estheticians, hairstylists, you know, just so much in store. And we have the retail side. And then I branched off into the vending machines. Now, with the vending machines, um, it was like supply and demand because it was still a need for hair at odd hours of the day. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, listen, it's money to be made. How can I make this money? And I, you know... <laughs> My husband collectively came up with the idea, hey, let's do this vending machine. We put it in North Park Mall, which is a popular mall in the state that I stay in. And our first day of launching, like, we had this line. It was hundreds of people lined up to come to wow. this vending machine get hair. And I'm thinking to myself, because the guy that was over the mall at that time, hmm. his face was literally turning red. Like, And I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's about to put me out the mall. And I have all the tenants like, look. Her customers are blocking me. You need to do something with this. He's calling security guards, you know, police officers, like reinforcement. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm about to get kicked out the mall. And this is like my first day. And it wasn't that like he was just so overwhelmed and so surprised because he didn't know. He didn't know the magnitude of beauty. And what people could do to, you know, get these extensions. And then, you know, like I keep saying, I have a great product, of course. But <laughs> needless to say, Monday, um, he called me into his office and he was like, hey, I did this recording. I sent it off to my CFO and they love you. Like they love what you have going on and they want to give you the opportunity to put your vending machines in all of the malls that we have across the United States. And that was my where I was like, man, you know, this is really amazing. Like, you know, I slept on myself for so long, but here I am doing something so great. 
So that's kind of how that story went. Yes. Wow. That's quite a story. That's really amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, Now, I think reality shows can definitely help your business. So um, why did you decide to do um, reality TV? Um, Oh my gosh, you just said it. Like, yes, your business. (laughs) Yeah, business was number one. And, you know, I always, because I, I never had anyone to look up to. I didn't grow up seeing the doctors and lawyers. I was always just told, hey, you go to college um, and you'll be successful. So I always want to give that platform or show people who look like me, hey, you can make it. You know, this is this this was you once upon a time. Like I was that girl. So if I can do it, they definitely can. Yes, for sure. Um now, what was it like working with Carlos King, which he is a very iconic reality TV producer that's, you know, he produced so much. So what was it or what is it like working with him? Carlos, I mean, I owe everything to Carlos because he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Mm. He told me, like, Latrice, you're great. You know, you're beautiful. You know, Carlos is like, no, cheer. He's an amazing producer and he saw a need for my story and you know he just gave me that platform and on a business level you know we're all I'm always making sure you know my business is highlighted and he makes sure that my business is highlighted so he just set that foundation and I'm just so thankful and so happy to work with such a talented individual he's brilliant you know he came up with these amazing group of women and each each one of us have a different story to tell. Right. And that's the topic of the show because it's not like any other reality show. Like, you know, you have people from all, you know, not the typical what you would imagine that you would see on reality TV, but you have us, Bell Collective. And Carla did an amazing job pitching us and, you know, casting us and highlighting us. And I'm just thankful for him. Yes. Now, um, was this, was the show shot within the last like year uh, with all the craziness in the world going on and things shutting down? Was it shot within all of that? I think you can kind of see some elements of it, but I think the show seems very normal. So was it shot within the last year? Okay. So the show was definitely shot um, between, we started we started filming, I think, like September, the beginning of September, end of August, and COVID was very well alive. But the thing that I do love about Kingdom Rain, um, we had to take a COVID test three times a week. Everybody around us, like, if you see anybody filming, I guarantee you they took a COVID test. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's how I feel like They're, they were still conscious <clears throat> about COVID. It, but they wanted it to still be realistic like you know of course without the face mask on certain scenes and you know still safe at the same time so shout out to Kingdom Rain they're, they're right. real <laughs> well that's awesome no I could you can kind of notice it but I think the nice part about it is it seems very like you can kind of I think people can escape from what's going on in the world with this show and I think that's the nice part it's not all about COVID and other stuff. And you really don't have to worry about that when you're watching it. You're just focusing on your guys's very interesting stories and your lives. And I think that's really awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, that's really nice to see because I know a lot of people right now are very, they don't want to watch a show where they see people go through COVID because we've, everyone's already been dealing with it themselves and it can be very depressing. So I think yeah. it's so nice to see how you guys have done it. Yeah. Uh, just the focus strictly on the storyline. And that's why they did all the precautions to make sure everyone was safe and right. uh, it worked out. <laughs> that's awesome. Very cool. Um, now, which of the ladies on the show were you closest with um, or did you know before joining the show? Okay, so of course, everybody know that on the show, I'm closest with Antoinette, like we've other for a few years. We went to the same HBCU, and he's an amazing individual. Like, you know, that's my praying buddy, my party buddy. Like, it's just so many layers to her. And, you know, I think that you guys will get, a, get to see a little bit more about Antoinette and, you know, what she brings. Like, she's an amazing woman. Um, I also, like, I know actually all of the ladies, everybody except Marie. Now, my first time actually meeting Marie was actually the first episode, which was at the brunch. That was literally my first time ever meeting her. <laughs> Wow. So, okay. That was, I'm sure that, <laughs> that was a very interesting meeting and I'm sure that wasn't the best impression of her. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of that, not, that was such an interesting thing that happened. I'm sure we'll get to see more of your relationship with Marie um, as the season goes on. But um, so how, you know, what happened with that? Because it's a little... <laughs> bit confusing so she bought your your hair and then she can kind of either she didn't like it or she, and she confronted you about it at the very first brunch right when she's meeting you so how was that and what were you thinking when she was saying what she was saying about your product so allegedly <laughs> she bought hair from my store um keep in mind I've still never saw her before. I'm not the one that's there actually selling you the hair, so I don't know you. Mm -hmm. um, first episode when we were at the brunch, and keep in mind, like, when it comes to business, like, customer service is always number one to me. And I always try to stay level-headed and, you know, just handle business accordingly. But with her, um, <laughs> that specific thing, when she came to me, the only thing I can think of is, hey, I'm at this table with so many other women who are potential customers and you're sitting here, you're trying to bash my business. And, you know, it's just so much that's going through my head. I'm thinking like, you know, the cameras are here and actually this is going to air and you're basically trying to tear me down. And, you know, I can't have you to degrade my business in any type of way because, you know, anything negative, people take and they run with it. Even if it's not true, you know, they... Mm -hmm. People believe what you say, not necessarily what they see. So that's the only thing that I'm thinking. And, you know, my reaction may not have been the best reaction, but at that moment, given the circumstances, that was the only reaction that she was going to get. And yeah. <laughs> I'm, yes. Now, will we get to see um, you guys talk um, this season and kind of work things out or um without giving anything away but <laughs> um what i can say is there are definitely a few more episodes with me and marie and actually we are talking in a few more of the scenes now 
Um, you know, Marie is Marie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> and for what it is. And, you know, we'll just go from that. But definitely just stay tuned and watch and, you know, just see how everything pans out. Right. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Um, Now, your husband is actually a huge part of the show. um, And he's, you know, with you a lot, especially around the ladies and just Mm -hmm. in different, you know, we've seen a lot of him. I think even in comparison to some of the other men on the show. But um, so what, um, tell me a little bit about your relationship with your husband. So how did you guys meet and <laughs> how long have you been together and all that stuff? <laughs> okay. So how we met is definitely not a, a sweet romantic story. We actually met at a bar and, you know, he came over to me and asked me for my number. I thought he was handsome and it just kind of went from there. It moved a little fast because, you know, with all the guys get to know what they want and they go directly for it. Um, (laughs) Our relationship is really, really good. We've been together 10 years. We've been married five years. Um, You know, I'm not going to say that everything's been smooth sailing with any relationship. You have your ups and downs, but you know, the good outweigh the bad and the love outweighs everything. So, you know, he teaches me a lot. Like I could say, you know, my husband, You know, I met him when I was in my early 20s. Um, So, you know, like I said, I call him daddy all the time. He practically helped. He helped mold me. I'm not going to say raise me. Right. (laughs) He taught me about building credit, um, investing in real estate. Like, you know, he taught me so much, even though he he wouldn't invest in any of my companies or, well, he's invested now, but in the beginning, he wouldn't invest in any of my companies or dreams or anything like that. But he gave me the knowledge. And I do, I always say that I appreciate my husband for that. I'd rather have your knowledge than anything else. Right. Well, that's good. Now, what is, I mean, I think it, it seems like he's very comfortable um, um, with the cameras around and stuff. Does he like doing the show? Has he liked this, this experience as well? <laughs> he. Listen, it's 50-50 with him. Sometimes he may put production, listen, he may be like, hey, get the hell off my property. I don't want to see you guys anymore. Um, That has definitely happened. Um, (laughs) So we get those days of him, (laughs) then we get the good days of him where he's cool and like, you know, hey, you guys want to drink while you're here? (laughs) So you just never know with him. It just depends on the circumstances and you know, in the beginning, it took a lot of convincing to get him to, you know, be on the show because my husband, he's older, so he's not hip to a lot of stuff and he doesn't watch TV. He just know work and home and, you know, his family and he doesn't know anything other than that. Like he doesn't know this 2020 or 2021 life that we live. So mm-hmm. a lot. And I think you guys may have seen some of that already or you will see some of it. Yes. No, no, I think, um, no, he, I think he's, he's very funny and, you know, he, I think you guys have a great relationship and that's been really great to watch. Um, now we did see, I think it was in one of the latest episodes, you guys did celebrate your anniversary together and things didn't go 
quite uh, quite as planned. He did take things personally um, when you were talking about your family and your father and stuff like that. So why why was that? Why did he take things so personally? Um, I think it, well, keep in mind we filmed for hours and they only show about two minutes of you know a scene that we you know shot for all of these hours. And it was a lot that took place. Like, you know, my husband, like I said, he's a manly man. And he doesn't, you know, he's not the romantic type. He just, hey, I love you. And, right. you know, he built me a house. Hey, I built you a house. I love you. You know, he's not the type to take you on romantic trips or anything like that. So he put a lot of work. He actually put a lot of work into the anniversary because he's never surprised me, honestly, for an anniversary. Wow. Um, he, he put a lot of work into it. And I could feel like, you know, he was so passionate. And then he felt like I was just trying to attack him, which I wasn't. Um, sometimes we have like that communication issue where I'm saying one thing, but he thinks an entirely different thing. And he was thinking in that moment, like, hey, you're sitting here talking about females and you're trying to say that I'm cheating on you. And, you know, I'm actually not. And he's thinking, hey, the cameras are here, too. And people are going to think I'm cheating on you. And that's just not what the case is. Okay. It just went further than, you know, it didn't go as planned. (laughs) And those were the results. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes oh well yeah i completely understand but um i'm i'm you know i'm sure you guys are good now so i think <laughs> that issue was resolved but yeah i completely get it there's um you know being on a show and filming a lot can i think definitely take its toll but i'm glad um I, it shows that he really does care about you and i think the way he set everything up was so sweet and i know he joked at the beginning gave you flower <laughs> as yeah. a joke but I think it was He's so sweet jokester. Um, he does that a lot he joke about a lot of stuff and it gets under my skin because I'm like you don't take anything serious and a lot of people don't see that side of him on the show they form their own opinion like oh you know he's this controlling person and you know he's completely he's the complete opposite of what everybody thinks and you know I think they'll get to see a little bit more of him and they'll, they'll warm up. <laughs> That's good. Now, what, yeah. Ha, have you, how has that been seeing stuff? Like, do you get messages or do you see tweets or things out there about him? You know, what has the response been and how do you feel about what people are saying? Does it upset you? Does it hurt you? Or do you just kind of understand that it's part of being on the show and people are going to have their opinions no matter what? Um, I mean, being in business, all the years that I've been in business and, you know, being at the top, you tend to, you know, not pay attention to what people say about you in the same way with the show. Like, of course, the show is new and it's completely different having the world in your business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, you know, we have we live tweet a lot and I try to, you know, communicate with my fans and, you know, I see a few things and especially about my husband, he, one thing about him, like I said, he's so old fashioned. He doesn't know how to tweet. He doesn't know Facebook, Instagram or anything. So he doesn't know anything that said or what's going on. He'll ask me, Hey, you know, um, is everything good? And I'm like, yeah, everything's good. 
But then I look on Twitter when I'm live tweeting and they're, you know, they're so harsh and so vicious. But at the end of the day, you know, this is me and my husband. And I know for a fact, you know, how much he loves me and what he do for me. So, you know, an outside opinion doesn't matter. Like, you can't let that affect what you have going on. It's nothing a person can ever tell me about my husband. Like, you know, especially someone who really don't know me. So how can you tell me, hey, you need to leave him or, you know, he's controlling or, you know, any of these things? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Um, now, kind of to some of the other things that have been going on this season that we've seen. Um, there was a, there was another brunch that I don't think you were at for whatever reason <laughs> yes the and things definitely went off the rails between marie and kaylin um now what was your reaction watching um all of this happen and kaylin breaking down and you know getting very upset and it dealt with race issues and stuff like that so how did you feel um watching that from an outside viewer's perspective um, I kind of got both sides, you know, I got both sides. I got like where the Marie's were coming from and mm-hmm. I got where Kaylin was coming from because keep in mind, I actually know Kaylin as a person and I hang with Kaylin, her husband. And I know for a fact that Kay is not, she's not a racist at all. Right. <laughs> you know, I hate because it took a lot out of her, you know, to even be on the show and to, you know, just expose, well, not necessarily expose her life, but, you know, it just took a lot for her to be on the show and <laughs> for her to see herself being paint or people coming and saying, hey, you're a racist when that's not the case, you know, and threatening her and, you know, it's it was a lot for her. And, you know, I'm sitting here like, hey, it's going to be OK, because I know the real you. You know, and then I do understand the way that it looks because, you know, of course, it do look like she was, you know, possibly a Karen, <laughs> you know. So I kind of get both sides. And at the end of the day, I love Kay and that's, that's my girl. <laughs> right, right. And she's, have her and Antoinette, have they known each, I think it said they've known each other for a while, right? Yes, they've known each other since, um, <clears throat> I guess, since med school. Wow. So they each other longer than me and Antoinette or actually me and Kay have known each other. So they have a little bit more history. And Antoinette introduced me to Kay. And since then, you know, I've met with Kay. I've met with her fiance, like my husband. and Well, not. Yeah, my husband and her fiance, like, they'll hang. And, you know, just all good vibes this way. Right, right. That's good. Yeah. Oh my. I didn't I've seen comments um that people have said about her and I feel so bad for her because she seems like such a sweet and genuine person and I think um she definitely doesn't deserve threats and I think maybe yeah. how how things went, I think it, maybe it got misconstrued to people and people yeah. thought she was um, she was saying things or meaning things that she really didn't mean. I, I think she definitely has the best intentions. and Yes, yeah, she always has the best intentions. I think in that sense, um, what people actually didn't see, well, what people don't know, Kay came in and, you know, it was a sense of, 
you know, she know that Marie, um, <clears throat> you know, attacked me at one moment. And, you know, of course, her and Marie had their little incident. And, you know, it was just conversations that was kind of, you know, that went on behind the scenes. And it kind of escalated into what it was. And right. it, <laughs> the the Karens, which I don't think Kay is a Karen at all. Like, she's no. the most, <laughs> I just, you know, I call her my little dingy white friend. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, I'm inviting her. Like I said, I invite her over all the time. She's just a sweet spirit. And one thing I can say about her is Kay will stand her ground when it comes to anything and she, whatever she did, she would own up to it. And that's one thing I can say about her. Like, she's so solid when it comes to her as a person. She's a solid person. Mm-hmm. That's, yes, that's very true. Um, and for you, personally, on the show, you do, um, we definitely get to see um, you know, a side of you where you share a very personal story about um, the loss of your brothers and that you also have a brother that was incarcerated and your kind of relationship with that. So how does, um, especially watching it back, how do you feel um, kind of seeing that and sharing it with the world? Is it kind of freeing to just let it out and let your feelings out or how is that feeling? <laughs> Well, my family would say, why did you say all of that? Like, no, why did you do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the end of the day, um, I had so many people messaging me saying that they was inspired by the story or they're going through the same thing as me. And, hey, I've just lost a brother. Um, how do you cope with it? And death, one thing about it, it never gets easy. Like you learn to cope with it, but you never get over it. Like me personally, I tell people, my brothers have been deceased over 10 years and it's not a day that goes by that I don't think about them. And it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. how, how do you have someone out of your life for all of those years and you still can think about them every day? And that's just one of those things. And I'm just happy that I can relate that story to someone else, you know, I don't regret anything that I did or said on the show because like, you know, people go through this. This is real life. Right. (laughs) Yes. Um, Now, how does your family and I think we, you know, we saw uh, your family um, where you had that dedication ceremony for your brothers and you were planting and you had a lot of people there. So what do they think of you being on the show and what do they think of the show in general? My family, they're just supportive of anything that I do. I mean, I don't care what it is. <laughs> I mm-hmm. <can laughs> Look, I can do anything. My family would be like my number one supporters. Like, yes, you painted the you painted the courthouse red. Go. <laughs> you know, they're just so supportive. So of <clears throat> them. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's awesome. Now will we get to see kind of more um, with your brother um, and kind of see that all of that storyline evolve throughout the last episodes of the season. <laughs> and that's a thing. Everybody want to know my brother's story. And I'm like, listen, that's not a part of the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
He it took a lot for him to come on TV, especially, and then to be emotional and you know to j- just express anything because you know my brother he's so hard to the core, and <laughs> this is out of his norm because he's always low key and listen I'm out of sight out of mind you know he's that type of person to stay off the radar but um. I mean, we'll we'll get into a little bit more of my life, you know, my family life. And, you know, you guys just stay tuned. I can't give too much away. <laughs> you yes. Are, no, no, I completely are, understand. You are going for the gut. So, like, listen, next question, this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, but it's such a good, I think it's such a good show. And there's so many deep storylines that it's definitely, I'm so interested in everybody's you know, individual storyline. And I think it's, it's been really great to see that. Um, now, um, do you, um, does you're just curious. So do you, does Cliff have any children? Cause I know we don't get to see a lot of that aspect on the show, but are you guys planning to have a family? So maybe a little bit more about you guys. Okay. So my husband, he has, five kids um okay. yes he definitely has well we have five kids we have a few grandkids um biologically oh. have any kids um it may be in the making we may have a little clipperella um, <laughs> clipperella. <laughs> very interesting name choice <laughs> but i love it i know <laughs> but um his kids like i love them you know Four boys, one girl. The girl, she currently stays with us. All of his sons are grown. Um, When we first got together, they were, you know, like little young boys. So one of them, we're real close in age. Like, But we have a really, really great relationship with the kids. And we kind of wanted them to stay out of, you know, just to kind of see you know how reality works because you, you just never know and you don't want to get too many people involved when it's just such an unknown territory that we don't know. Mm-hmm. So I may get to see the um the babies and the kids and all of them. They're so cute. And, you know, you guys would love them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we, I think fans would just love to see more of it. But yeah, I completely understand. Especially because this is your first season and things happen so fast and you know, I completely get it. But um so, you know, after, you know, even though the experience isn't totally done yet, would you, you know, be interested in doing another season if you had the opportunity and do you think there's more to share with your story? Listen, it's it's so many chapters when it comes to my life. Um, I tell people I have been through every, listen, every level of life from the straight dirt poor to where I am now. So it's no, it's not a person that I can't relate to. And it's so much more that I have going on and so much more in store. So I would definitely be interested in a season two. Like I can't wait. <laughs> Yes. Season two. Yes, I hope. Let's hope, and you know, I hope that is coming soon because I think um, after this season ends, I think everyone's gonna want more. (laughs) But um, my last question: What can uh, we expect for these last few episodes of the season? Um, What can you tease a little bit? (laughs) So the 
worst that you've seen so far, you can just expect more. We're going to elaborate more and get more into, you know, deeper into the lives of the castmates and, you know, the little juicy that we have coming out for the show. It's, it's a lot and it's definitely interesting. And I think that the, the fans will want to stay tuned. And everyone can definitely, like I, I always say, like someone can relate to it. I always revert back to that because they actually can. And there's just so much that we have that we put out there. So. Right, you do. You put a, you've put a lot out there. I think, um, in such a short amount of time, I think you guys have all been very open, which is really great to see. Um, and I just thought of another last question. Um, <laughs> Now, did you watch reality TV or any kind of reality shows before you um, did Bell Collective? Uh, the thing is, I do not watch TV. Like, I try to steer away from TV because, you know, of course, when you watch TV, it's the same thing that's on. And I was never a fan of reality TV because I thought that, you know, reality was always fake until I actually dove into it. And mm-hmm. like, Bruh, this is not fake. Like everything that I put out, listen, you can research to a T. It's it's factual. (laughs) Anything that I've ever shot, that was real at that moment. It was like reality to me was a lot of it was therapeutic as well because it brought out a lot of emotions that, you know, I tend to hide and that I wouldn't normally you know, reveal like my husband, he had never seen me cry before, you know, because wow. I'm told as a black woman, you know, you're strong, like you don't show emotions. And with the show, I'm crying so many episodes and my mom's calling me like, look, you better not be crying in any other episode. Like, no, this oh. is not. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom, I'm not going to cry in any more episodes, but it was real. <laughs> it was real therapeutic to me. Like I enjoyed it. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself, you know, and I'm still learning. So I definitely, I want a season two and I would definitely be on a season two. <laughs> yes. No, I think, I, I, I mean, I think everyone probably on the show has emotional moments and there's tears, but I, I think um, it just shows your, your natural emotions and you're letting things out. And like you said, it's very therapeutic. So no, I, <laughs> um, but um, you know, I'm glad you're able to be on the show, so that's good. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, and, and you're not crying in every scene, you're, yeah, I, maybe a little bit in a few scenes, but that's normal, <laughs> and especially with what you dealt with and talking about emotional things, that's very normal. So, yeah. um, don't feel bad about that. <laughs> but, um, again, oh my gosh, thank you so, so much for doing this. It's truly an honor and I love the show and I can't wait to see, um, you know, everything else play out and hopefully we'll get another season or, and yes. <laughs> thank you. Make sure you keep watching. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with Latrice Rogers from Bell Collective on OWN. Catch Bell Collective every Friday night at 10, 9 central on the Oprah Winfrey Network. And if you're a new fan of the show, you can catch up on the OWN app or on demand with your cable or television provider. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. It truly means the world to me. 
follow our social media at Reality Talk Podcast to stay up to date with everything going on and to see who the new guests are going to be. And I also will be posting um, sometimes if um, you can submit questions for the upcoming guest and you will get a shout out. And I might also be allowing some people to appear on the podcast and ask questions live um, to their favorite reality stars. So stay tuned and definitely follow us on social media. But again, thank you guys so much and I'll see you next time.